the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. China naming the country's next premier. The story of this Congress is the story of... Xi Jinping shoring up his already considerable grip on power. And the latest step has been the appointment of the new Premier. Many were surprised when Li Chiang was put into this number two position uh, in the Chinese government system. And that's because he was in charge in Shanghai during the disastrous COVID lockdown. BBC correspondent Stephen McDonald reporting. There's still a great deal of fear and wide concern after regulators seized the assets of one of Silicon Valley's top banks. Marks the largest failure of a U.S. financial institution since 17 years ago. Silicon Valley Bank was the nation's 16th largest bank. This is SRN News. Sideline Sanity with Michelle Tafoya. Spencer Clavin, welcome. If you can sell people a bad guy, then you can get a lot of power. This is a classic Marxist move. A lot of the new Marxists started to think, well, actually, this is a cultural battle that we need to wage. We need to get people mad uh, about racism, sexism, the differences between male and female. Streaming on Apple Podcasts and SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Another full hour of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Mitch Berg coming up inside your 2 o'clock hour, moments away. But right now, a quick look at your weather forecast. Today's high, 32 degrees, comes with some snow, roughly 1 to 3 inches of new snow accumulation possible today. Tonight, low around 25. Check out SalemPodcastNetwork.com. That's right, SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Brandon Tatum, Charlie Kirk, Michelle Tafoya, and so much more. SalemPodcastNetwork.com. It's AM 1280 The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the show that's making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. The phone number to call, 651-289-4488, should you care to join us, as well as via Twitter, Gab, Parler, MeWe, and Getter at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N show. It is a brisk day outside. I mentioned this for a couple of reasons. First of all, uh, yes, we are doing what we do about this time every March here on AM 1280, The Patriot, at least on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, talking about the city of St. Paul and how it completely botches the basic blocking and tackling of city government. And speaking of blocking and tackling and snow and cold, it's also worth pointing out uh, the that uh, the longtime coach of the Minnesota Vikings, Bud Grant, passed away today. Uh, one of those people who just held on forever. Uh, good Lord, I can't believe he, he I, I thought he would have died 20 years ago. He did not, in fact. He uh, passed away today at the age of 95. Most famous for perhaps that most Minnesotan of achievements, losing four Super Bowls, but that not being a record. You know, it came up one short of the record, which I believe the Buffalo Bills got up to five. So, not only do we have we never won a Super Bowl, but uh, we don't even have the record for the most Super Bowls. Nonetheless, Bud Grant, one of the great quote uh, coaches uh, in NFL history, built himself something of a dynasty, a great contender of a team, even if it never went all the way downtown. But, uh, of course, he uh, being highly famous for making sure that his players playing outdoors at the old Met Center did not use heaters on the sideline didn't use hand warmers, didn't do anything. They just went out there and faced down the cold with pure, raw testosterone. 
and just said, yeah, this, this is going to be the toughest team in the NFL. And by jinky, they were. Watching the Vikings playing the Lions, or not the Lions, the, I don't know, the Dolphins or uh, Los Angeles, the Rams at Met Stadium back in the day was just almost enough to make you feel pity for uh, especially the, the games in the dead of winter when it was below zero at game time and the Vikings were out there going, yeah, no, we're not cold, not us, no sorry, Bob. And just mopping the floor with these, the, the Southern teams that came up and, well, quite frankly, weren't up for it. It kind of reminded me of the World Cup qualifier last year where they brought Honduras to Allianz Field in January. This is one of the dirty little tricks that makes soccer a lesser sport, quite frankly, where you have the World Cup saying, okay, we get you get to play geographic and weather games with the stadiums if you control the choice of stadium in your qualifying match. So the United States brought Honduras to Allianz Field, an outdoor soccer stadium, in the dead of winter, a game where I think it maybe it was flirting with zero degrees with a howling wind, and the Honduran players were getting hauled off in ambulances and walking away from the stadium with hypothermia missing, never to be seen again. And that's a score... It was it, it, the American team, which was marginally more used to, to cold weather than the Hondurans, won by an absolute, just crushing slaughter of a blowout, like, I don't know, two to one or something like that. It was, it's one of the reasons soccer is a lesser sport. What am I talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, St. Paul. So St. Paul having trouble uh, <laughs> uh, getting the streets plowed without having to go tongue-in-cheek, perhaps, begging to marry Franson for sales tax money. But nonetheless, they do know what they do right, which is give away lots of money, the things that aren't, strictly speaking, absolute essentials. There was a a, a piece that came out. Actually, it it is still upcoming uh, that's been floating around to people in St. Paul, a flyer that's been appearing both online and in people's uh, doors entitled, quote, Be the Voice of Change. It comes from Ramsey County Financial Assistance Services, so not technically the city of St. Paul. It's it's Ramsey County, but tomato, tomato. Uh, Ramsey United wants to hear from you. Recipients of Ramsey County benefits are invited to share their feedback on financial assistance services processes. It's coming up this Wednesday at the Frogtown Community Center. Dinner will be provided... $25 gift cards will be provided to adults who attend the entire meeting. In other words, you put in your time at this meeting, the whole thing, $25 gift card. Child care is available. Interpreters available on request. Essential. And by the way, the, the tomorrow is, the I believe, the deadline. No, today is a date, uh, the deadline to RSVP. It's at Ramsey County. You can go find it on the RamseyCounty.us website if you're so inclined. And I, I know I'm not. But... It's just interesting to see that while the city of St. Paul and the county to which is attached are crying uncle on the essential jobs, the, I should say, even unambiguously legitimate jobs that city and county government actually, you know, have and are supposed to do as the, again, basic cable version of city government, they are out there telling people who are consumers of Ramsey County financial services to come in and tell how they can get more to to tell the county hey this is this is some other services well actually mostly to tell these recipients the other services that are available to them so while they don't actually do their jobs where jobs equal fight crime prosecute criminals at Ramsey County level i mean john choi is a ramsey county employee he wouldn't prosecute a criminal if he beat him over the head with a pool cue. Uh, prosecute criminals, arrest them first. That's the city's job. Prosecute them. That's the county's job. Uh, put out fires. Again, city. Fix the roads. I mean, keep the roads from shaking your car to pieces and jarring your fillings out of your teeth. I mean, that's not too much to ask, one might think. And, of course, plowing the streets, which, again, St. Paul, as always, trails the rest of the world at i i swear this winter i i think houston might have done a better job of plowing its streets had it had this level of snow than than st paul has i mean the the side streets after 
a month, uh, two months of this sort of thing are like driving down a Bolivian goat path. But they're out there asking people how they can get more of their money to them. By the way, they also know their priorities. I mean, never let it be said the DFL isn't on top of the important issues. Those important issues are, are what? Prosecuting criminals, keeping cities from getting burned down, keeping left-wing extremists from running roughshod over the city. No, silly peon, no. The Democrats have introduced a bill in the Minnesota legislature that would ban the sale of bottled water in the state. It was introduced earlier this month by Representative Sidney Jordan. I'd say who else, but honestly, half the House DFL caucus is the who else. I mean, they're, the, the, everyone is crazier than every other, I think, the, this session. A Democrat from Minneapolis, where else? The bill would prohibit manufacturers wholesalers and retailers from selling or offering for sale bottled water in Minnesota. The bill is helpful enough to define bottled water as, quote, water contained in a formed or molded container that is comprised primarily of plastic resin, sealed, and holds less than two liters when full. Now, I've got an idea, and this is perhaps an idea that, that Thomas Edison might have come up with if he were alive today and producing ideas on his own. Maybe Nikola Tesla, Nikola Tesla, he, if you want to partake, uh, partake in that particular controversy, maybe this would be more of a Tesla idea than an than, than a Edison idea. And as long as you're talking Tesla, maybe this is an Elon Musk level idea. I don't know. But its brilliance should be self-apparent. The way around this bill, if you like to keep bottled water, to have bottled water available as an option to you is since they define water, uh, bottled water as water, quote, contained in a formed or molded container that is completely primarily a plastic resin sealed and holds less than two liters. So if it's not formed or molded, if you basically have water in a bag, you're kosher. Brilliant. Thank you. I thought so. And, and so water in a bag is a way, a loophole. Uh, and there's, the technology exists. I mean, that's where box wine is basically a bag of wine in a box. Ask your DFL legislator friends. I mean, they're pretty much your box wine crowd. Box wines and houses full of cats. Uh, did I say that? I'm sorry. Uh, that's, that's terribly insensitive to me, but not inaccurate. I mean, it's the same technology. But still, so... Bottles full of water would be illegal, but the plastic bottles full of pop, not soda, pop, they're legal. Plastic bottles full of Pedialyte, those are okay. We're singling out water, but not soda, not energy drinks, not five-hour energy because every last one of those is a liquid contained in a, quote, formed or molded container primarily composed of plastic resin and sealed and holding less than two liters, usually when full. Why are we singling out water? And by the way, I've never been much of a fan of bottled water. I much prefer to have a, 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 a bottle of my own that I fill up from someplace. I'm all on board with not wasting uh, without wasting material, without creating extra litter. That being said, by the way, if preparing for emergencies is a value you have, preparing for some situations where, say, city government can't provide some of the basics, like the water that flows out your tap, Melvin Carter, by the way, might say, hey, approve, approve some sales tax increases and we may just keep the water coming. <laughs> nice city you got here, civilians. Be a shame if the water stopped. How about that ta sales tax bill? It's a, it's a shame if the police all got laid off, the roads ground themselves up into dust from an endless expansion contraction cycles, and we stopped uh, stopped putting out fires. Uh, and by the way, I want you to increase that sales tax. I mean... <sighs> If, you, if you're, I mean, worries about the city's 
not being able to provide essential services are not unfounded, especially when Democrats are in control of things. And keeping, honestly, the best way to keep the recommended weak supply of water for your family is to buy a couple cases of cheap water bottles and stock them away in your basement and not drink them until you need them. They keep forever. They're potable. They are low maintenance. You don't have to keep disinfecting them. They're just there. Stock up on them, folks. But no worries, because Pop, Pedialyte, 5-Hour Energy, and every other sugary, unhealthy beverage will still be available in sealed, platformed containers made of plastic resin. Thank you, State of Minnesota, Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Sing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Immaculate Conception School is now accepting enrollment applications for fall 2023. Financial aid and scholarship funding still available. Schedule a tour today. Learn why Immaculate Conception School is your child's firm foundation. Search Immaculate Conception School. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher inviting you to join me for a remarkable travel opportunity that will change your life forever. Dennis Prager and I are headed back to the Holy Land, Israel, this October. It's the Stand with Israel Tour. Join us along with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. We'll take you to key sites in the Holy Land, thoughtfully designed to give you unprecedented access to a region you've likely only read about. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com and get all the details. We'll uncover important geopolitical locations and show you Israel's significance on the world stage, past, present, and future. Step foot on the ancient streets of Jerusalem. We'll sail the Sea of Galilee, pray at the Western Wall, and so much more. We'll have guides for our group, lavish food, and luxurious accommodations. No other trip will be like this one. Come with Dennis and me this October. Register today. Call 855-565-5519. 855-565-5519. Or go to StandWithIsraelTour.com. StandWithIsraelTour.com. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Your children and grandchildren are inheriting a world that's more upside down than ever before. They'll need extraordinary skills to make a positive impact. A Christian education will give them the solid foundation they need to not only endure, but thrive. And that education is available for half off their first year through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. To see our full list of participating schools and to see if the half-off tuitions program is a good fit for your family, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, three words for you. Michelle Tafoya Podcast. Sideline Sanity is what it's called. It's at uh, SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Or you can watch each episode on YouTube. Just check it out. Michelle Tafoya Podcast. Yeah. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Love to have you join us on this somewhat snowy afternoon. 
And, and by the way, it's completely fitting that it's snowy today, snowy and, and windy and, and less than completely hospitable. Uh, there's no other weather that could possibly be involved in seeing Bud Grant over the badly plowed Rainbow Bridge if the Rainbow Bridge is in Minneapolis or St. Paul. Perhaps it's out in Eden Prairie and it's perfectly swept. Who knows? At any rate, uh, I, the song going out into the last break was, was uh, I Don't Like Mondays by the Boomtown Raps. It, it, it advertises my intention to have gotten to this next story uh, before the break, and I didn't. And that's, I just have to explain the connection because there is one, because everything has a connection on this show. Nothing is unplanned. There's nothing spontaneous whatsoever. <laughs> Not a anyway, uh, I'd just like to urge your, your thoughts and prayers for the people of the United Kingdom as they went through an unimaginable tragedy this past week. There's a controversy over across the pond as Sir Bob Geldof, who was knighted some back in the 1980s, 20 years ago, uh, for his work in uh, creating uh, charity uh, work for the the people of sub-Saharan Africa. Uh, But all of that goodwill that he earned back in the 1980s, 20 years ago, uh, was blown away this past week as he... <clears throat> misgendered Sam Smith. And let me look at my notes here. Sam Smith is the uh, non-binary singer who's most famous for, I don't know, gallivanting around the stage at the Grammys last month uh, dressed as Satan. Anyway, Sir Bob Geldof of Boomtown Rats fame, for those of you who are around in the early 1980s and, and involved in new uh, new wave music, uh, Sir Bob Geldof, late lead singer and uh, and uh, charity, uh, sort of a, a charity impresario, sort of on the level of Bono, before Bono was cool, uh, was on a British morning TV show. And I'll just say, the thoughts and prayers that I feel for the people of the United Kingdom need to come out. Because although there's plenty of, plenty of anger to go around uh, as Sir Bob misgendered Sam Smith, who... Let the record show was biologically born male and has been gradually adjusting his identity over the last few years as he's needed to come up with some other commercial controversy. Uh, At any rate, there's a lot of anger to go around, but the press uh, has gotten to the, the, as the press does in the UK as here, uh, asked why why the things that really matter didn't happen. Others, why didn't the host of the TV show step in and stop this unimaginable tragedy. And I'm quoting now the, uh, the the London Daily Mail. Fans have questioned, I'm sorry, the Guardian, the Manchester Guardian, a left-leaning paper. Fans have questioned why Holly Willoughby and Philip Schofield didn't step in after Sir Bob Geldof repeatedly misgendered Sam Smith on Wednesday. Uh, the singer, that would be... Uh, Sir Bob Geldof, appeared on Wednesday's episode of uh, Good Morning UK to discuss his thoughts on the cost of living crisis. See, not the Satan dancing about at at the Grammys controversy or crisis. No, the actual cost of living crisis. And pay tribute to the late bandmate uh, Gary Roberts of the Boontown Rats, the keyboard player. Uh, yet, talk shortly turned to the upcoming 40th anniversary of Band-Aid when he mentioned Sam... And their part in the song, which was released back in... By the way, they're re-recording the, the song, Do They Know It's Christmas, which was one of the uh, songs that, that that led to We Are the World. The British version was answered by Americans who did We Are the World. This is a, a bit of trivia from the early 1980s, 20 years ago. Sam revealed that <clears throat> they were non-binary in 2019 and asked people to use the pronouns they, them. Yet... Bob repeatedly referred to Sam as cover your children's ears, perhaps have them go do something else, maybe have older older children take the younger children into another room and keep them occupied for a few moments. Sir Bob Geldof repeatedly referred to Sam Harris as he. I'll observe a moment of silence for the people of the UK and direct my thoughts and prayers to them. At this unimaginably horrid time, I hope they continue. All I can say is, people of the UK, near, far, wherever you are, you are here in my heart, and my heart will go on. 
Stay strong, people of the United Kingdom. Thank you very much. Uh, transgenderism has been much in the news here. Uh, that's, of course, the, the controversy that rattled the entire United Kingdom. Uh, driving Brexit and the, up, and the ongoing war in Ukraine off the headlines this past week. We had our own tempest in a teapot this past week. Uh, Michael Knowles, who is heard frequently, uh, there, are, there are frequent times I tune in to AM 1570, our sister station across the hall here. Uh, to listen to Ben Shapiro, because I'm frequently working at home and and not busy in the afternoon. Uh, Increasingly so these days. I actually have worked it out, so I get to tune in a little bit, and I listen to Ben Shapiro. Hey, isn't he a rhino? No, shut up. He's not a rhino. Hey, isn't it hard to listen? Yeah, it is. In fact, listening to Ben Shapiro, who has probably the least traditional radio voice in the history of broadcasting, and I will point out that I frequently listen uh, listen to him on Spotify because... It's hard to get the 1570 in St. Paul. And I will listen to Ben Shapiro at 1.8x speed, which is a little bit like listening to the chipmunks running an auction. But I get a lot of show in. Anyway, Michael Knowles, sometimes I will tune in to hear Ben Shapiro, and it'll be Michael Knowles sitting and I think, oh, great. Uh, you got to go to hell before you get to heaven, I guess. Now, Michael Knowles is fine. I just something about listening to Michael Knowles when you've tuned into Ben Shapiro, and it's just like, okay, fine, whatever. Anyway, uh, he gave a speech at CPAC last week. Now, CPAC, of course, the Conservative Political Action Conference, annual event uh, for for conservatives and has turned into sort of a, a Trump fan rally in recent years. That's fine. I mean, he's they, they, they do the voodoo they do. Anyway, Michael Knowles gave a speech this past week, which may have been the most gratuitously misrepresented speech I have ever heard. And I'm I'm someone who remembers Mitt Romney uh, being accused of, of taping his dog to the hood of a car. Was that? I forget exactly what the controversy was. So do the Democrats who made it up. Oh, Mitt Romney's tax uh, forms, which, by the way, were Dirty Harry Reid admitted he was lying about the whole thing. I mean, in the, the annals... Of Democrats misrepresenting, intentionally misrepresenting Republican speeches, statements, ads, whatever. From Sarah Palin's crosshairs on her map being calls out to kill Democrat politicians to uh, to to the Russian collusion scandal. I mean, the Democrats essentially know that they can say whatever they want. They can lie with as much uh, broad abandon as they feel like because their audience just doesn't think that critically and they're frightfully ill-informed. They think they're not. They tend to be uh, college-educated white middle-class progressives. And yet they are frighteningly ignorant and exhibit less critical thought than a typical Green Bay Packers fan after 42 beers. I mean, there's no telling them that, but it's a fact. Anyway, uh, Michael uh, Knowles gave a speech at CPAC, and the speech, uh, to quote Sarah Shuddy from the National Review, has spread like wildfire, drawing criticism for saying transgenderism must be eradicated, among other things. And that was where, by the way, the speech first came to my attention, because I haven't paid much attention to CPAC since Ed Morrissey was a regular guest and speaker at Senate. He may still be, for all I know. I have no idea. But... Uh, the first I heard of this speech at CPAC was when Leah Fink, representative from District 66A, and we are told incessantly uh, Minnesota's first transgender legislator uh, said, Michael Knowles called for genocide. Well, I thought, if a Democrat is saying this about a conservative... It's a lie. I mean, if you've, this is something that became an axiom when covering Democrats talking about guns, but it's expanded to every other social issue over this past decade or so. I mean, you remember the Republican war on women? Anyway, uh, Michael Knowles called for, uh, we were told, called for the eradication of uh, transgenders. Of course, setting the record straight, says, this isn't verbatim, but what he really said was that there's no middle ground when it comes to transgenderism. Either it's true or it's false. Either men can be women and women can be men, and either you can decide what your gender is and have it binding upon the world, or you can't. There's no middle ground when it comes to that. And the clause that people conveniently left out 
was <clears throat> this whole preposterous ideology, end quote. So if you're not a disingenuous person trying to inflame a badly informed crowd of people with the critical thinking skills of a gopher, then you then, then it's a lie. He's clearly talking about the ideology and not about killing transgender people. And he's got a point. There's only so long that transgenderism as a social movement can continue. Common sense is going to have to divide between respect for human beings and, and, and what they want for themselves and driving policy for the rest of the world. This is not genocide, folks. This is common sense uh, dealing with policy. And they're lying to you. Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot, go nowhere. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. You're smart. You're busy. And don't have time to waste on the mainstream media cycle. Salem News Channel breaks that cycle. Topics that matter from hosts worth watching. Dinesh D'Souza, Andrew Wilkow, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. Salem News Channel, not like the other guys. Watch anytime on any screen, free, 24-7. Find everything you need to know at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. Are you looking for trusted insight and knowledge on how the eyes reflect the connection between health, lifestyle, sports, and nutrition? Tune into my show, Open Your Eyes Radio, Saturday at 9 a.m. with me, Dr. Kerry Gell. I'm an optometrist with more than three decades of experience, a keen interest in longevity and lifestyle, with a never-ending focus on the four basic principles of health, nutrition, exercise, stress reduction, and sleep. Listen and learn with me every Saturday at 9 a.m. here on AM 1280, The Patriot. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at crazy low prices. They have access to great prices and discounts at over 500 different airlines. Plus 300,000 hotels and rental car companies. Their prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping so stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight let one of our smart fares expert travel agents find the best price for you call smart fares today and get ready to see the world with a fat wallet 800-989-0841 800-989-0841 800-989-0841 that's 800-989-0841 AM12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, talk radio is the original social media, but if you like what you hear here every day, you've got to give us a little love on those lesser social media like Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. Anyway, give us a like on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, or check out the visual sub. Go to AM12A, The Patriot on Instagram. We've even joined the ranks of like-minded conservatives on Parler and Gab and MeWe and etc. I don't want to it's snowing out. Who needs the sun? All you people who are moving to Florida. How do you live without snow in your life? It's a nice place to visit. I mean, I had a great fun in Houston a couple weeks ago. 
but I just don't. 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join us. Uh, conciliary on the other side of the glass here today. It feels like old times here. Great to have you back. I'd be hoping, uh, looking forward to G-Money coming back, but it's always great. Uh, it just feels like a step back uh, in, in time. Oh, I'm, I'm lucky. I get to do the show today, which I always enjoy, and it's state tourney time, so I get to oh, watch some hockey and make sure, you know, keep track of that. So That's right. Oh, that's that's that'll make it interesting. Let's see. Perfect I'm, Saturday to work. It, it really is, and uh, we'll talk about some more co- conflicts for your attention uh, later on uh, in the broadcast here. So, uh, that's right. By the way, uh, just lest you be concerned that uh, the, the case that liberal, uh, sorry, not liberal, progressive governance is terrible for most living things, Walmart is closing all of its stores in Portland, Oregon amid colossal, biblical levels of retail theft. They announced their plan this past week to close the last two locations they have in Portland at the end of March following really bad financial results. Quote, we have nearly 5,000 stores across the U.S., and unfortunately some do not meet our financial expectations, the corporate said uh, in a statement uh, according to KPTV. Quote, while our underlying business is strong, those specific stores haven't performed as well as we hoped. The closures, by the way, which will uh, put 600 employees out of work, comes after a statement by Walmart CEO Doug McMillian in December 2022, noting that record-breaking retail theft it undercut the company's economic performance. Quote, theft is an issue. It's higher than what it has historically been, said McMillian on CNBC. Prices, quote, will be higher and or stores will close. The executive added, if Oregon authorities failed to see, hey, he got talking about Oregon. No, he in fact said, if Oregon authorities failed to address rampant shoplifting, Companies, by the way, are shuttering stores in Portland increasingly. Last year, clothing store rained PDX, uh, shut down operations with the company, specifically citing the cost of doing business in the uh, wake of historic retail theft. And I quote, small businesses and large, by the way, cannot sustain doing business in our city's current state. We have no protection or recourse against the criminal behavior that goes unpunished." A letter posted in the company's store read, our city is in peril. In a similar vein, Nike and Cracker Barrel locations closed in 2022 with companies citing similar concerns. By the way, Nike, which is based in Portland and which has wallowed in the progressive virtue signaling politics that mark all of life and politics in Portland, Oregon, one might say that their closure of stores in Portland is a statement against social interest. Nike. I mean, that's a little bit like Penzi's Spices, which makes its hatred of conservatives and Republicans a matter of corporate messaging, closing a store in Kenwood. Quote, we consider many factors, including current and projected financial performance, location, population, customer needs, and proximity of other nearby stores when making these tough decisions. Our focus right now is taking care of our associates and working with our customers to transition their pharmacy and other shopping needs to nearby stores, said a spokesperson. Walmart announced a series of other stores, uh, including Florida, Illinois, Arkansas, and Wisconsin. But in particular... Stores in places that have gone on record as being deeply unwilling to prosecute shoplifters. Not all of them are quite as brazen about it as San Francisco, which has basically said, you've got a $900 limit before we actually care about you from a legal perspective. And let's be honest, even then, it's spotty at best. Uh, Minneapolis, of course, got ahead of that problem by not allowing Walmarts in the city limits. Hey, you can't close what we don't allow. Of course, there's just not a lot of not a lot else going on in Minneapolis either. Lots of uh, by the way, I've noticed restaurants and bars opening up. So it's entirely possible that the city of Minneapolis will have an economy built entirely on alcohol and bar food. Within a generation. It's a bold plan, Cotton. Let's see how it works. <laughs> By the way, speaking of bold plans, I, I saw Minnesota's favorite Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan uh, apparently not, taking a moments off from complaining about Bob from Fridley to 
give a, a, a kudo to her lieutenant governor, in effect. I mean, you can make a solid case that, that Peggy Flanagan is the real governor of Minnesota. But uh, the Daily Beast, which is, let's be honest, uh, to news what Gawker was to social media, uh, had a piece today came out, coming out to, came out today saying, Minnesota's Governor Tim Walz is the anti-DeSantis. Democrats should take note. And it went on to say, and I quote, you heard that right, by the way. This is not the Onion. This is not the Babylon Bee. This is the Daily Beast, where the parody is unintentional. Minnesota's Governor Tim Waltz is the anti-DeSantis. Democrats should take note. He stands up to bullies. (laughs) Oh, good Lord. This is, honest to God, it's not the Babylon Bee. And I quote, when he signed an executive order on Wednesday making Minnesota a refuge state for all those seeking gender-affirming care, Governor Tim Waltz spoke of those behind the bans instituted in other states. It's being led by bullies, and I say this as a teacher. We cannot stand bullies, said the 59-year-old Democrat, who was a high school geography teacher and football coach before serving five terms in Congress and is now in his second term at governor. Uh, they're referring to the signing of the bill uh, mandating gen- gender-affirming care, as they call it, here in Minnesota, which, uh, which was signed this past week. It's worth noting, by the way, as we note this, that as as Minnesota moves to the forefront of states that say we should make chemical castration and physical surgical intentional deform uh, deforming of children a something that children are able to decide upon people kill children by the way who can't sign contracts rent cars vote marry join the military buy a gun buy a car take out a loan uh register for college on their own without their parents uh without their parents involvement we, we're, we're going to keep all of that, but we're going to let them decide and consent on their own to having parts of their body lopped off and to having teachers, untrained, unlicensed, non-experts in the field, and uh, having, having them uh, doing the counseling behind the parents' backs. This as they signed this, the Europeans, after whom Democrats nationwide, especially the DFL, especially Denmark, Sweden, the UK, Germany, have all turned hard in the opposite direction. Sweden, which fifty years ago was leading the nation, uh, sorry, leading the world in the acceptance and the promotion of surgical transition chemical transition, medical transition between genders has stomped on the brakes hard, kicked out the drug chute, and said, no, actually, children should not be deciding this for themselves. This is something that is way too radical for us to to reserve to children, to people who have not achieved majority, whose brains are not done growing yet, who are subject to, to all of the erratic, uh, erratic nature of teenage hormones. People whose brains will not stop growing until their mid-20s, deciding that they really want to be an entirely new identity. Tomboys, girls who go through a brief masculine phase while they're going through their, their exploratory phase of being a junior high kid, being log-rolled into medically transitioning into boys. Sweden. Germany, Norway, Denmark, the companies that were going, the companies, countries that were leading the way on this 30 years ago have all hit the brakes hard, have all done a metaphorical political policy bootlegger turn on this issue and said, no, this is a really stupid thing to let children control for themselves. This is a terrible idea to let children drive this sort of thing. And and to log roll parents into doing it. And so it's always interesting when you see Democrats who 
genuflect to Europe on issue after issue after issue after issue, suddenly breaking so hard with their wiser, older social Democrat brothers and sisters, not that we're biologists and can define either of those terms, they're, they're, they're social Democrat days and thems, let's just put it that way, on this issue of all of them. See, that Minnesota, from the perspective of social Democrat nations, is going against the current and perhaps against the currents of history on a wave of progressive virtue signaling. Welcome to Minnesota. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. One more segment to go. We'll be right back. Twelve eighty, the Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM twelve eighty, the Patriot at Odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. This is Dennis Prager from Athanasium, the Math Learning Center. As you know, I prefer clarity to agreement. Being able to understand math is often key to achieving clarity. But with 6 out of 10 high schoolers not being proficient at math, students could be at a great disadvantage. Mathnasium helps students reach their potential to understand and even enjoy math, whether they're starting out far behind or already doing well. Using a customized one-on-one approach, Mathnasium educates and inspires students, helping them develop number sense. Math fluency and confidence that equips them for success in school and for the rest of their lives. Mathnasium also provides homework help so students can better understand and finish it successfully on their own, freeing you up to focus on other aspects of parenting. Give your child a life-changing math learning experience. Contact one of the Mathnasium centers listed on the Patriots advertiser page at am1280thepatriot.com and receive $50 off your enrollment. Mathnasium changing lives through math. Colorectal cancer doesn't stop for COVID-19. Hello, I'm Dr. Cecilia Brewington. If you are age 45 or older, it's time to return to care and get tested. The government requires insurance companies to cover not only colonoscopy, but a range of tests, including virtual colonoscopy and other less invasive exams. Talk to your doctor about your options today. For more information on virtual colonoscopy, visit radiologyinfo.org. What if you could build a six-figure retirement income with almost half the money saved? You heard that right. Get a discount on your retirement, creating a six-figure income with 40% less than traditional 401ks and mutual funds. Hi, I'm Mitch Lyons, best-selling author and executive producer of a new Hollywood documentary called The Baby Boomer Dilemma. In this film, economists and Nobel Prize-winning PhDs from Wharton, MIT, and Stanford share a strange concept called the retirement discount. It gives you more retirement income with the same dollar saved, and your money is never at risk if the market crashes. That's right. If the market crashes 30%, you lose nothing. Even people who are on track have shifted money to this new strategy because it increases their retirement income or can allow them to stop working years sooner. So if you're 50 or older and want a bigger, better retirement, call Mitch Lyons Wealth to get a free copy of this brand new movie at 1-800-578-3535. This is a $30 value, but when you call today, you'll get it completely free. Plus, I'll include a copy of my book, Retirement of Steel, and I'll even pay your shipping and handling. No credit card required. Call right now. 1-800-578-3535. That's 1-800-578-3535. Isn't it time you trade your old salt hog for a new wet technology water softener from Commerce? Commerce will give you $400 for your old softener and haul it away too. Save salt, save water, and your back. Go to Commerce.com. Commerce Water. That's Commerce.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget, tonight, this is a huge month, by the way, for the band Elephant in the Room. My band, by the way, along with my former producer, Tommy the H-Bomb Wynn, who does an impeccable Robert Plant impression, for those of you who haven't heard yet. You can join us all over the place. There's so many gigs coming up this month alone. Tonight, we're going to be at the Dan Patch American Legion in Savage from 7 to 11. It's a great place to go if you're sick of being inside during the snow. And then Friday, St. Patrick's Day, we're going to be at the Rosetown Legion. From 3 to 7 in the afternoon. Not out on the deck, probably. Although, that's coming up. And then Saturday night, no, excuse me, Friday night, March 31st, we're going to be at Shamrocks 
on West 7th in St. Paul. It's one of my bucket list bars. One of the places I've been wanting to play for, like, I don't know, 15, 20 years. So if you're in the metro and you've been thinking, hey, Elephant the Rooms is too far away, well, here's your chance. Join us. It's the 31st at Shamrocks. Here's the question. Won't you dance with me? But tonight, first things first, with the Dan Patch Legion and Savage, just uh, down, uh, but uh, the Highway 13 in Quentin, basically, down in uh, down in uh, Savage, right across the alley from Nisitz, uh, two of our favorite bars, right across the street from each other. We just leave gear sitting down there, perhaps, and just cart it back and forth. That would probably be more efficient. We're out at both of them quite a bit in coming months here. So a lot of gigs coming up, including some very exciting ones uh, coming up this summer. Our first uh, big outdoor gig in the Metro coming up this summer, so stick around for that. At any rate, it's going to be a lot of fun. I hope you can make it out there tonight and whenever you can. Anyway, yeah, talking about uh, Lieutenant, <laughs> I almost said Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan. Governor Peggy Flanagan, quoting a piece from the Daily Beast, saying, hey, this guy, Governor Waltz, the anti-DeSantis. Take note, he stands up against bullies. Well, first of all, let's talk about the ways in which he could be fairly called the anti-DeSantis. For starters, he's anti-competent and anti-freedom and anti-taxpayer and anti-small business and anti-science when it comes to dealing with the uh, <laughs> comes to dealing with uh, COVID, for example, three years ago. In fact, I, I <laughs> in fact, anti-science. When you talk about being anti-bullies, I mean, he's the administration that can't fight crime, much less riots, but will send his attorney general's goons out to chase down bars and prosecute people who try to stay in business and keep their family investment from getting destroyed by his policies. No, he will bully people for that. But let's talk about some other ways in which he is the anti-Ron DeSantis. Because the main way is, is that Ron DeSantis is actually the governor of Florida. I mean... It's actually him in that suit, signing the bills, giving the speeches, doing the voodoo he does, actually carrying on the business of running the executive branch of the state of Florida. It's actually Ron DeSantis. Hey, isn't Tim Waltz doing the same thing? Well, yeah, sort of. But let's be honest. Tim Waltz is is the governor of Minnesota in the same way that Lamb Chop was an actual sheep. I mean, you look at Lamb Chop on the old children's TV show, kids, ask your grandparents. Lamb Chop was nominally a sheep, at least officially. But in in essence, Lamb Chop was a sock with some eyes glued on and with Sherry Lewis's hand jammed up the cuff of the sock, moving the sock's mouth. And so... Sherry Lewis really drove Lamb Chop. Sherry Lewis was a ventriloquist, a puppeteer. And so Tim Waltz is the governor of the state of Minnesota in exactly the same way Lamb Chop was a sheep. He has Take Action Minnesota. He has Education Minnesota. He has Denise Specht. He has Javier Murillo and, and the hands of the, the, the head of the nurses' union and every public employees' union of ASCME, of SEIU, of MAPE, jammed up his sock cuff, moving his mouth, moving his hand, making him sign things that are put in front of him on cue, surrounded by rent-a-crowds that would fit in nicely in a bit of North Korean propaganda. You may perhaps noticed, while you could not name any of perhaps the last five lieutenant governors of Minnesota, I mean, Tina Smith, I guess. I mean, could you name Jesse Ventura's lieutenant governor? I can name Tim Pawlenty's because I know the family, Joan Grow. But you go back to Jesse Ventura. Why, yes, May Shunk. Who doesn't remember May Shunk as lieutenant governor? Who doesn't remember... Rudy Perpich's or, or Arnie Carlson's lieutenant governor. Oh, wait, that was Joan Grow. I don't remember. I don't remember. 
I do this stuff for a hobby. I cannot remember much more than Tina Smith as lieutenant governor before Peggy Flanagan, who appears as a co-equal with Tim Waltz on every ad, on every tweet, on every advertisement during the campaign, on every statement, on every press release, Lieutenant Governor Flanagan gets her say. And there's a reason for that. Because she's the real governor. Work with me here. Stay with me, folks. Governor Waltz, former Congressman Waltz, in 2016, lost the endorsement. He came in down the field for the endorsement at the DFL convention in 2018. Aaron Murphy and Aaron Quaid were the ticket that came out of the convention. Now, you say one thing about the Democrats. Uh, when the power elite wants to make their will known, they do it. They do it, with, uh, they, they do it in the primaries. And so Tim Waltz did... The classic selling of whatever political soul he may have had left. Let's let's have some faith that there was something in there. To the progressive wing of the party, he said, do for me what Sherry Lewis did for Lamb Chop. Get me into office. I will be your I will be your sock puppet. I will sign what I'm told to sign. I will push what I'm told to push. Just get me into the Oval Office. It's not the Oval Office in Minnesota. Get me into, I don't know, the, the, the casserole office. Hot dish office. Thank you. This is Minnesota. And, and we'll worry about the details later. Well, one of the details was the progressive movement in all of its glory in the state of Minnesota. The public employees unions, ask me, SEIU, MAPE. Uh, the various other government employees unions, the nurses union, the teachers union, Take Action Minnesota, the members of the nonprofit industrial complex are that great arm sticking up into the sock cuff of Governor Klink, moving his lips, moving his hand, moving his signing pen. So that is one way right there, genuinely, in which Tim Waltz is the anti-DeSantis. Ron DeSantis is the governor. Tim Waltz is a husk of a man being pushed around by the people who own him. I hope we've clarified that. Jack Tomzak coming up next. Brad Carlson tomorrow from 1 to 3. Thank you all for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. Catholic School strives to grow your students' heart and mind to give students an education grounded in faith, knowledge, and virtue. Although educational styles change, the vision of faith-infused education never wavers. Epiphany is committed to forming students into saints and citizens for this world and the next. Epiphany Catholic School is located in Coon Rapids, serving students from pre-K through 8th grade. For more information, visit epiphanyschoolmn.org. The Patriot is proud to air the Pledge of Allegiance every weekday morning. If you're a veteran, current service member, or a first responder, we would like to honor your service by having you recite the pledge. If you're interested, please call us today and we'll book a time for you to visit our studios. The number is 651-289-4410. That's 651-289-4410. Then join us for the pledge each weekday morning at 730. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more.
Are you or a loved one struggling with drug or alcohol use? Maybe you're not sure if it's addiction or if treatment's needed. If so, you're not alone. According to the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, 19.3 million people aged 18 or older had a substance use disorder in the past year. Hazelden Betty Ford offers a free confidential assessment. Inpatient, outpatient, and virtual options are available. It's time to take back your life. Hazelden Betty Ford can help. This message sponsored by Hazelden Betty Ford, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. I'll second guest dinners with friends because they can be interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints, call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit creoninfo.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N info.com. AM 12 Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.